Okay, I want to welcome everybody to another episode of the Keys and Anklets podcast. I am your host, Michael. Today, we're going to be talking about the the stag vixen lifestyle, what it is, how it fits into this whole grand scheme of things, and just giving everybody a little bit more information on it for those of you who may not be familiar with it. And let me just say up front, you might have to excuse me a little bit today. My allergies are kind of messing with me, so... The throat's feeling a little funny today, so I apologize if, you know, if I don't sound the way that I normally do. Okay, the stag vixen lifestyle. Basically, what it is, is it's the same thing as the, as the hot wife lifestyle. Completely different from the cuckold lifestyle. It's basically a situation where the husband just enjoys watching his wife. He's not into any of the the things that are usually associated with cuckolding. He's not into humiliation, not into being dominated, denial. You know, he just gets pleasure from, from watching his wife. This is still relatively new. Um, as I've said before, I've, I've been doing this for a number of years, and it's only been within the last few years that I started to hear the term popping up. In a cuckold dynamic, the wife is often referred to as a hot wife, even though within the confines of the relationship, her, you know, she's, she's a cuckoldress. A cuck is married to a cuckoldress. But let's be honest, cuckoldress doesn't sound very sexy. You know, you don't really see many, walk, many women walking around with a necklace or an anklet that says cuckoldress. You know, usually hot wife has become kind of synonymous with wives that are in relationships where they have the freedom to play, be it hot wife dynamic or cuckold dynamic. And because people associate that term hot wife and it's being, you know, linked more and more towards cuckolding, what's happening is that all of these people are kind of getting put in the same basket. And there's been kind of a, of a backlash, so to speak, because men that are in a regular hot wife dynamic, they don't want to be seen as cucks. They don't want to be treated like cucks. They don't want to be talked to like cucks. And I understand where this comes from. You know, part of the reason is porn has a lot to do with it. And there's a lot more quote unquote cuckold porn out there than there is hot wife porn. You know, even the porn that's listed as, hey, you know, fuck my wife while I watch, there are still some cuckolding undertones to it as far as how the husband in the scene is dealt with. And so people hear the term hot wife, and because of the prevalence of what you see in porn and what people see in porn, they make the connection and then they say, he must be a cuck. Men who are not cucks don't want to be viewed as cucks. They don't want to be seen as cucks. Now, in defense of cucks, what I will say is a lot of that stuff is stereotypical. You know, it's, it's a lot of stereotypes. I mean, yeah, are there cucks that are into, you know, humiliation and denial and cream pies and feminization and those types of things? Yes, there are. But there are, you know, there are kinky people who are, who are into that too. You know, like that's not limited to cuckolding, but that becomes, you know, people's perceptions. Um, as I've said before, Cuckolding is not about those activities. Cuckolding, um, another term which is coming about and getting more popular is it's a female-led relationship. It's a female-led dynamic. 
you know, all it is, is it's a dynamic in which the woman holds the majority of the sexual power. And so she gets to dictate how things run. And if those things turn her on, if seeing her husband dominated or humiliated or denying him or whatever the case may be, if those are the things that turn her on, then that's what she's going to do. But at the end of the day, cuckolding is not about the acts that you practice. It's about who's holding the power in that dynamic. So that that was just touching on that. Like all of that stuff is stereotypes, but I understand where it comes from. Like I can understand a non-cuckold husband wanting to distance himself from being seen in that way. So I, I get it. You know, as far as, as labels go, I try not to get too caught up on labels. I mean, like I've said before, as long as what you're doing works for you and your partner, that's all that matters. At the end of the day, that is the most important thing, is what you are doing working for the two of you. Are you happy? Are you fulfilled? Are you getting exactly what you want out of it? However, where I do find labels help is they help in identifying the type of man you want to have as your third, the type of boy that you're looking for. In other words, if you are in a cuckolding dynamic, you're going to be looking for something slightly different than what a hot wife couple is looking for. Um, on the surface, they may sound, they may seem like they would be the same, but, you know, but there are differences between them. So basically what I've seen is that the stag vixen, you know, I'm not even going to say it's a lifestyle because it was already there. It's just a different term that's being used to describe something in a way that creates more of a distinction and more separation from cuckolding. Because there are people out there who believe that they are one and the same, but they aren't. They're two similar but at the same time, very different lifestyles. Oftentimes what happens is people who are involved in cuckolding, they come from hot wifing. They, they were, they started out as a stag vixen couple. And for many of them, they transitioned into this. I mean, I've encountered very few couples who actually started this way to where their first foray into the world of kink and fetish was as a cuckold couple. Usually for most people, it's a journey that starts with swinging and then evolves in the, into hot wifing and then evolves into cuckolding. Um, one of the things that it actually reminds me of as far as this kind of, this need to create this term, to create a distinction is uh, a few years ago, I started hearing the term alpha cuck. And it was one of those situations where there was a backlash. Like they saw that, okay, cucks are usually seen as, as weak, submissive, feminine, non-assertive, and I'm not those things. So therefore I'm still a cuck, but I'm not a beta, you know, I'm an alpha, but I'm still a cuck. And, you know, like I said earlier, I understand where that comes from. Like I understand the need to want to make that distinction and not be seen as being that way. But a cuck is a cuck. Like it's not up to you. You know, it's up to the woman that you're with. If she enjoys certain things, 
And if you truly are a cuck, meaning if it truly is all about her, then you're going to do what she wants you to do. If it helps you sleep easier at night to say that you're an alpha cuck, I get it. But for those of us who are in the lifestyle and who really understand the lifestyle, we don't really see any difference. A cuck is a cuck. It's all about what, you know, what she wants. So I just wanted to say that that whole stag vixen creation and what it's attempting to do, it reminds me a lot of what I saw with the whole alpha cuck situation. But if it helps people to not be confused, like if it eliminates the confusion, like if it, if the stag vixen dynamic allows people to see that, wow, these really are two different lifestyles, then I'm all for it. I encourage it. You know, like I, I encourage people to embrace it. You know, I encourage them to, to see them as, as just two different lifestyles. You know, it's like, you know, it's like NASCAR and drag racing. Yes, they're both motorsports. They both involve racing. They're both about, you know, being the fastest from point A to point B. But at the same time, they're two completely different forms of racing. So that's kind of how I look at this. Like, yes, they're within the lifestyle, but they are their own. They, they stand on their own. You know, one is not dependent on the other. And if the stag vixen label helps people better understand it, makes those participating it more comfortable. Hey, I'm all for it. You know, whatever, whatever works for you, then, you know, you should, you know, you should definitely do those things. And I don't see it changing. I mean, I think that there will always be some overlap between hot wifing, even a stag and vixen catches on just because I think that there are women out there who just enjoy being called a hot wife as opposed to a, a vixen. Now, like, like I can see the term stag appealing to the husbands more, but from what I've seen, I just think that there are women out there who just aesthetically, they like the sound of the term hot wife as opposed to vixen. You know, I think vixen kind of conjures up images of women from soap operas and Dynasty and Dallas and Falcon Crest and all those kind of shows from the 80s you know, where you kind of had those characters, you know, that, that she was often seen as like this home record type of character. I'm not saying that's what it is, but I think that's just the, the image that it conjures up. And I understand why husbands get offended. You know, like, so whenever I come across a couple and they refer themselves as a stag and vixen couple, I can usually figure out that at some time in their journey, they've been in that situation meaning they've been in a situation where somebody has approached them as if, hey, because you like seeing your wife with another man, you must be a cuckold. Like he's been in that situation before. And so that's why they're taking that other route. That's why they're defining that label of, hey, we're not that. Don't confuse me for that. Because you don't, it doesn't go the other way around. Like cuckold couples aren't offended if you refer to them as a hot wife couple. You know, they might clarify it and they might let you know that for them, it goes deeper than that, but they don't get offended at it. You know, they don't take it that way. Whereas with a non-cuckold couple, because of the negative connotations associated with cuckolding, yeah, you know, you come at them the wrong way, you know, you might find yourself in a situation. Now, for me personally, I never get in that situation 
because I ask. I, I approach each couple the same. And I don't understand why more people don't. Like, don't approach them like you know their story. There is no cookie cutter approach in this lifestyle. Every couple you talk to should be a blank sheet of paper, should be a blank canvas. And when you meet them, like there's no shame in asking. It doesn't make you look inexperienced if you ask them, hey, what is your particular dynamic? How is your relationship structured? You know, are you more on this side or are you more on that side? Like sometimes you might be surprised at what you hear. Like you might have a couple who is a stag and vixen couple, but yet they're curious about cuckolding. You know, it's not like it's two clearly defined teams. I mean, people do kind of move back and forth between them. There is a fluidity to it. You know, it's not a rigid type of you're either all the way over here or you're all the way over there. And the only way you can find that out is to have a dialogue with somebody. You know, sit down and ask them, what are you looking for? How do you see yourself? Find out a little bit about their background because all that's going to do is make things easier for you. You know, it's going to make things easier for you. It's going to make them feel more comfortable because you're showing interest beyond just nailing his wife. Even though that might be your objective, at least you're taking the time to figure out things so that you're giving them the type of experience that they're looking for. And when dealing with a stag vixen couple, I usually find that they, they come in one of two varieties. There's either the type of couple where the husband is the dominant one and his wife might be his sub, she might be his slave, he may enjoy treating her like his slut. You know, he runs it. When you're dealing with a couple like that, even if you're a very experienced bull, that's the type of situation where your dominant energy is not required. You know, it's not needed at all. You basically, you are there to have fun. You talk to him, you find out, hey, how do you like to see your wife treated? What can I do? What can I not do? You know, some husbands are cool with sharing her with another dominant. Like they, they're, they're secure enough in themselves where they're okay with that. Other husbands who are dominant, they don't want that. No, they want his dominant energy to be the only dominant energy she experiences in that context. Um, as far as that first example of a hot wife couple, that's actually the situation that closely mirrors my own. Um, I have a slave in my life. She's been in my life for, you know, seven years now. And I am the dominant one. I enjoy sharing her. I'm not looking for anybody to dominate me. I'm not a cuck. I don't want to be treated like a cuck. I don't want to be seen as a cuck. So when it comes to the stag vixen dynamic, when I say I understand it, trust me, I understand it because I'm in those shoes. I walk in those shoes. I know what it feels like to have people look at you and think one thing just because you like to share your woman. So I get it. I, I completely get it. As a bull, when you're dealing with that type of dynamic, when you see it, all you have to do to have a great time is be complimentary of her and respectful of him. As long as you keep those two things first and forefront, you will never go wrong. Be complimentary of her, show her a good time, be respectful of him, understand and appreciate the fact that he's the one who's allowing this to happen. We all want to deal with people who have manners. No different than if you go to your neighbor's house and you ask to borrow something. You know, you ask politely, 
You use it, you take care of it, you respect it. And when you're done with it, you return it and you say, thank you. No different. <laughs> you play with a man's wife, you, you know, you use her, you respect her, you know, you respect him. You treat it like you would like to play with it again, like you would like to use it again. And as you're playing, be complimentary. Like, hey, man, she's hot. Hey, man, her mouth feels good. Hey, man, she looks good in that dress. Whatever, whatever you're feeling, don't be shy about letting him know that because that's what he likes. He wants to know that guys are enjoying his wife. You know, he wants to know that his vixen is arousing these guys and turning these guys on and making them want to play with her. You know, and then when it's all said and done, say thank you. You know, respect that man. That's all I ask for, you know, when I let guys play with my slave, man. Just be respectful. I mean, don't don't treat it like you're entitled to it. Recognize the fact that I'm allowing this to happen. Don't abuse it. Don't misuse it. Don't mistreat it. Before you go and do something, you ask me first. You don't have to ask me in front of her. You know, you can pull me to the side. You can ask me before we get together. But I'd rather you ask me then you would just attempt to do something and then I have to correct you because if that's the case, then that's probably going to be your last time playing with her. To all the stag vixen couples out there that are hearing this podcast, especially the ones where the male is the dominant energy of the two, trust me, I feel you. I feel exactly where you're coming from. Like, I get it. Uh, the other variety that these couples come in is where that power is more evenly distributed. It's not the husband who has the ability to, to treat his wife like a slut. He just enjoys seeing her have fun. He just enjoys seeing other men enjoying her. You know, he's not a cuck. He doesn't want to be humiliated. He's not sexually inadequate. You know, he doesn't want to be talked down to. You know, he's not denied being able to have sex with her. This is just an added component to what they do and what they enjoy. Now, one thing I will say about dealing with a stag vixen couple of this type is in certain situations, you may be permitted to be dominant with her. You know, I've been with couples where he wants to see her exposed to that, but maybe he just doesn't have it in him. It's not to say that he's meek. It's not to say that he's a cuck, but he just cannot mentally go to that place where he can treat her like a slut. That's his, you know, and it's understandable. You know, that's his wife. That's his soulmate. That's his, that's his best friend. That's the mother of his children. That's not an easy transition for some people to make, to go from seeing somebody in that light, the way that you see them every day, to, to all of a sudden shifting gears, and now you're treating them like an object. When you encounter a couple like that, he may want to see you be dominant with her because that's something that he's not really capable of doing or not really doing it to the extent that he would like to see it done. So he's comfortable enough to find somebody who's competent enough to say, you're more proficient at that than me. You know, I would like to see her go there. I would like to see her taken there. And again, it's, it's the same thing. You're being dominant to her. You know, there is no submission in him. So you're still going to be, you know, respectful, appreciative. He just wants you to put that dominance on her 
so that she can explore it. And he wants to see her explore it. Now, like I said earlier, labels come in handy, you know, as far as maybe helping us understand a few things. It's really all about what works for the two of you as a couple. I mean, regardless of if you see yourself as cuckold, hot wife, stag vixen, what have you, it's all about what works for you. However, where I do feel that it is important is helping you identify the type of guy you want her to play with, meaning you want somebody who at least gets a few simple things. Like personally, I think that some couples would rather deal with a guy who is willing to admit that he is inexperienced opposed to the guy who acts like he knows everything, but yet approaches you like you're a cuckold couple. For me, that's a red flag. It's such a basic entry level point that if you can't even get that right, I would be really wary about getting involved with a guy like that. Now, one thing that the stag vixen lifestyle affords that is not so common in a cuckold dynamic is when you deal with a stag vixen type of couple, it's much more predicated on physicality. And when I say physicality, I mean just the sexual act itself. There's very little talk beforehand as far as your contact with the missus. You know, there may be very little contact afterwards. More specifically, it's an in-the-moment type of thing. When you deal with a cuckold couple, it's a, you're, you're investing a lot more mentally. Even in certain cases, you're investing more emotionally. You know, you're dealing with her, you're dealing with him, and you're dealing with them. You know, so it, it requires more of an investment of your energy, of your time, of your mind to truly make that situation everything that it can be. Whereas when you deal with a stag vixen couple, it's just about showing her a good time. You know, there's, there's never a worry about breaking character. You know, you don't necessarily have to worry about submissive energy and dominant energy. You know, it's just, it's light. Going to a stag vixen couple from a cuckold couple, you find that it's, it's very light. Not saying that it's better, it's just different. I enjoy the mental gymnastics that are required to truly deal with a cuckold couple. But at the same time, I can appreciate the light airiness that comes from dealing with a stag vixen couple. It's nice being able to appreciate those differences. Whereas a cuckold couple might be looking for a bull with a certain type of mental grasp on the lifestyle, a stag vixen couple just be respectful. They don't necessarily want to get into how much you grasp and understand things and how far you want to take things because they don't need you for that. You are there to enjoy his wife from the time you walk through that door to the time your session is over. You are there to enjoy her. When that time is up, then you go about your business. The basic premise of staying in your lane, understanding what they're looking for, understanding what you're looking for. And if those two things match, then, you know, you give her what she needs and then you, you know, you get on up out the door. You know, that appeals to, to a lot of people. Like there are a lot of guys out there, a lot of bulls out there who 
dealing with a cuckold couple feels like too much work. I mean, that's just being honest. And I, I, I know it. I've seen it. I've heard Bull say it. Man, I'm not chasing after her. Man, he wanted me to text and do this. Man, he wanted to talk to me a few times a week. There are certain guys who they, they have too much going on. Like they don't want to deal with that. The stag vixen dynamic is right up their alley because it, it, it doesn't require the same investment of time, effort, and energy. Just don't be a dick. Talk to the husband as you would any other guy. You know, don't try. It's not about trying to be dominant, you know, about being assertive. Just talk to him. You know what I'm saying? Just just get him to see you as a cool dude. And trust me, by the end of the day, you'll be fucking his wife. One of the other things that I find very interesting about uh, the stag vixen lifestyle, and I've, I've read about it more than I've actually come across it, but I, I did want to bring it up. Even though the wife may enjoy playing, she doesn't enjoy it on the same level if her husband is not truly getting off on it. In other words, if, if for a particular night, he's not invested emotionally, like if he's like, okay, I'm really not feeling it, but I know you've had this date set up for a few weeks now. I don't want you to cancel it. So let's go ahead and go through with it. And they're in the hotel room and she's playing with the guy. If he's not really invested, maybe he's just tired. Maybe he's just not into it that day. But if it feels like he's just kind of going through the motions, then that can be directly tied to how much enjoyment she's able to to get out of it. You know, she might still enjoy it, but it's just it's just not on the same level as it normally is when her husband is totally engaged. I don't know how many of you feel that way from the bulls. I don't know if any of you have encountered that type of energy, but I just I just wanted to address it because I feel like it's important because of how those couples are tied together in this you know, he enjoys showing her off and she enjoys being shown off. So when his energy is dropping a little bit, it's only natural that that she's going to feel it. So that's pretty much what I wanted to say today about the stag vixen lifestyle. I mean, of course, I'll be going into a, into depth uh, in future episodes about it. But I just kind of wanted to give a people an idea, you know, what it is about, where it comes from, you know, what it means. I don't want people to be confused. I don't want people to be like, man, I was just getting used to cuckold couples and hot wife couples. Now I got to deal with stag vixen couples. Stag vixen is just another term for a hot wife couple. It's just the hot wife couple started to get too blended in with cuckolding. So this was born out of the necessity of making sure that those two things stay separate. If that helps people to better understand it, you know, great. Um, I'm sure that there are some things that I missed. I mean, I can't talk about everything that I want to talk about in every every single episode, especially with the way that I kind of do things. Um, when you listen, feel free to leave comments. Comments are very important to me. You know, is there something that you wish I would have addressed that I didn't? That way, you know, I might be able to get to it in a future episode, you know, because th these episodes are all about my listeners. So, you know, I'm not talking at you, I'm talking to you, you know, and I, and I want you to enjoy listening. So the comments are very important. So again, I want to thank you for listening to the Keys and the Anklets podcast. 
Um, I want to say thank you again to everybody who has been so supportive and terrific over the first two weeks. And um, I look forward to bringing you more content and everybody enjoy your day.